For years, the Gaslamp Quarter Association has been gathering support for a transformation of Fifth Avenue. The group hopes to close eight blocks of the street from L to Broadway, creating pedestrian-focused islands. So far, the Business Association hasn't met any resistance to the idea, so it's developing plans that will be revealed soon. But, as with any development project, the devil is in the details. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. David Garrick, you cover City Hall for the Union-Tribune, and recently you wrote a story about a plan for shutting down a part of Fifth Avenue to create a pedestrian plaza. Explain this idea. Well, it would be called a pedestrian, the gas lamp promenade, uh, and the idea is to make the gas lamp sort of a, more of a magnet for tourists and locals than it already is. Uh, conventioneers uh, wander into the gas lamp uh, from the hotels and the convention center, and this would give them a place to walk that would be safe uh, instead of the narrow sidewalks they now face in the gas lamp. Yeah, and that is an area that's often closed down like during Comic-Con at big events, right? Uh, it, it is sometimes closed for special events, but this would be a year-round thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the area, while, while it's still a, a very vibrant area, Little Italy and some other areas maybe are taking a little of its thunder, and this is an opportunity to sort of maybe revive it as sort of the centerpiece of downtown. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like the stretch of Fifth Avenue closer to the convention center tends to be a little bit more vibrant and open, but you get further away, there are more businesses that are shuttered, so it is kind of a weird kind of transitory part of downtown. That's correct. Uh, and the, the, because it's expensive, the, the gas right now is $40 million. It might have to be built in phases. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that may be an issue about which, which block gets to be built first. I'm not sure how they would handle that. So what are the groups that are in support of this plan? You know, I couldn't find anyone opposed to it. So pretty much everyone so far is in support of it. Uh, there are some concerns in the past when this idea or versions of this idea have come up. Uh, Some of the retailers and the restaurants on Fifth Avenue have expressed concerns about receiving deliveries uh, because if the road is closed, you can't get stuff delivered and there's no alleyways in downtown San Diego. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it it kind of could create an issue. Uh, But uh, I guess the way they're they're planning to solve it now is that in the morning hours, maybe 3 a.m. to 11 a.m., but that's sort of a a rough draft, uh, deliveries would be allowed. So while the street would become a plaza, it would be blocked off with bollards mm-hmm. as opposed to actually be made a pl- something that no one could ever drive on ever again. Mm-hmm. So it would be like, imagine like a one-way kind of thing where trucks can come and go, but like just enough for that, right? I, I think I think so. And I think there's a, there's a lot of different ideas. Some folks want to see a special lane for scooters and bikes, mm-hmm. which would obviously take up some space. Uh, the, the grand plan would include like uh, street furniture and uh, murals and public art. Well, if you put public art and street furniture there, unless it's removable, you're going to have to put it in a spot where it's not going to interfere with those morning deliveries. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of moving parts, but to to the credit of the Gaslamp Quarter Association, they've already hired one of the leading architecture firms in town, Carrier Johnson, and a leading engineering firm to sort of look into these types of problems and how they can be solved easily. And what would they do about the kind of major cross streets that go across Fifth, like Market and like G? All the streets would still cross, and uh-huh. there would be a stoplight at each of those intersections. And, in the, again, there's different versions of this plan. In the most ambitious versions, each of the eight blocks would sort of have their own character. Mm-hmm. And I, who knows if that will come to, to fruition, but the idea would be one of the blocks would be known as that's where you, the buskers are. You know, one block would be that's where the jugglers are. That's a block that celebrates you know, Asian heritage. It could, it could really build on itself over time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is something that other cities have in different forms. There's one in Denver, I forgot the name of, that has a similar concept, but it does seem to be popular if you have enough stuff together in the same space. I think that's true. I think, you know, Times Square, New York City blocked traffic at Times Square and immediately had a huge impact on business there, a very positive impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Santa Monica, the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, which has existed since, I guess, in 1989, the final version, but they started it in the 60s in a smaller version. Um, you know, that's been pointed out to as maybe the model for this. Uh, you know, that's a little more quaint in the sense that the buildings are a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you have some high rises in, in our gas lamp. Uh, but that's sort of the model for it if anyone's been to Santa Monica. And that's an area that's bustling with activity, but also the, it has the right kind of vibe, I think. It's, mm-hmm. it's a festival style vibe. It's not like Mardi Gras, New Orleans, where you feel like you're going to be trampled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the same time, this part of Fifth Avenue varies wildly from it's incredibly empty to it's packed full of people. It depends on whatever events are going nearby, really. No, and I think that most people feel strongly that this is going to be a huge boom for that area. It might get some uh, increase in property values where the people who own those buildings could spend some money on renovations. You may see, I don't know what the vacancy rate is down there, but it's it's not as low as they would want it to be, especially mm-hmm. in a pretty strong economy. Uh, and so I feel like the vacancy rate would go down. Um, and like I said before, I mean, Little Italy has sort of become the premier dining destination mm-hmm. in San Diego and in downtown. And I think this maybe could help the gas lamp maybe rival that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you also have the problem of kind of different markets of, you know, people from all around the world come from conventions, while San Diegans with their niche, I like this or that, going to born and raised or those places up in Little Italy. So No, I universe. think so. But I think Little Italy, because it is user-friendly uh, and because it has the right vibe, I think it's become a big deal. And I think conventioneers could take a, an Uber up to Little Italy, mm-hmm. and that's what they've been doing more and more now. And I think that's frustrating some of the, the tenants in, in the gas lamp. Yeah, understandable. So... What kind of phase is this idea in? Is it like a proposal, or where exactly does it stand? That's the interesting part, because we sort of uncovered it uh, in a different uh, different sort of way. Uh, but the Gas Lamp Quarter Association, as they will say, they've been quietly trying to build consensus mm-hmm. and work out the details and cross the T's and dot the I's during the last about year and a half. So it isn't crazy new, but there's, there's no official city proposal. There's no official city project. Uh, no one at the city has really even officially endorsed it. Chris Ward, it's in his district and he's met with them and he knows about it and I used him in my story he, he was quoted frequently in my story mm-hmm. uh, but it's not it's not an official city project yet the gas lamp quarter association says they wanted to spend this time crossing their T's and dotting their I's so then when they present it to the city it's good to go and that includes trying to get state grants federal grants maybe getting some money from the county's regional plan, planning agency the San Diego mm-hmm. Association of Governments uh, maybe getting some donations from property owners there you know donation would be the wrong word contribution mm-hmm. uh, and so they want to have that and they also want to have the plan completely fully built out that's why they hired Carrier Johnson the architects mm-hmm. and the engineering firm so that it's not just hey we have this idea but it's we have an idea it's fully baked here's all the details um, and and we very much like you city to support it now that we have a full deal Mm-hmm. And also, do they have a plan for kind of handling homelessness as well, or is that not quite addressed yet? Uh, I mean, I, I think within the plan, I think they will address how homelessness would be handled. I think within the plan, they might address how ADA you know, capability would be handled. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there's some people who want to see the scooters banned completely. The downtown residents group says that. Chris Ward says he'd like to see a special lane for bikes and scooters. So when I said fully baked, I guess I was jumping a little bit. It's not going to be fully baked, but when they present it to the city, it's going to be three quarters baked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there'll be some little things like that that'll have to be decided during the course of planning and approvals. Yeah, and that's that 
could be a stopping point of this is if you have all that furniture out there, unless you have ways of policing or things like that, it could easily become overrun, kind of like the Horton Plaza Park became. That, that, that could be true, but I, I tell you, speaking to the, the head of the Gas Stamp Quarter Association, he feels really confident that all of the logistic issues could could be handled. Mm-hmm. I mean, other cities have done this, as we pointed out. Boulder has a famous one. San Jose has one. So it's not like San Diego is breaking new ground here. Uh, and if these other cities have done it, San Diego should be able to find a way. Homelessness is obviously a concern. It could be a gathering place. I think the thought here would be there would be so much activity, Mm -hmm. and homelessness typically goes to parks where there's maybe not enough activity, Mm -hmm. and the homeless feel they can kind of gather there and congregate, whereas this may – I mean – Obviously, everyone has big, big ideas about their plan, but this one, they, they anticipate so much activity that I think they thought, think the homeless people may not find it appealing. Yeah, it's a gamble, but if it pays off, it could really revitalize the area. It does seem like, generally, downtown San Diego is kind of in the weird position in which there's all these projects that are ongoing, there's new developments, but everything's in process. What's the mood within developers in City Hall of how well things are going with this transformation of downtown that it seems everyone is trying to push. Well, I mean, I think with Horton Plaza and and with some of the housing plans, you know, 20, even 30 years ago, there was the idea that it was all going to be just gold. It's all going to work out amazingly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it, it, it's been a, a I guess more than a marginal success, but not maybe the, the dreams that they had. Horton Plaza is now going to transition to more of a uh, industrial, uh, high-tech uh, campus uh, with some housing as opposed to a retail mall. Um, so, uh, at, And you haven't had uh, consistent businesses. A lot of businesses have mm-hmm. opened and closed, and a lot of people have spent money on tenant improvements, and then the place closes quickly. That giant movie theater opened down there, and that mm-hmm. failed. So, But I think you know, the resident population... I think it's about 35,000 now, but it's still projected to be over 120, just with stuff that's already been approved. Mm-hmm. As you get more of those residents down there, and they have a lot of disposable income, and I think the folks who are working at the Horton Plaza property are going to have a lot of disposable income. I think those are folks who will support the kind of businesses people want to see in the gas lamp, and I think there's still a lot of optimism that things are going to work out quite well. Yeah, it seems like this entire thing, and San Diego generally, is in this transitory phase, and things are slowly moving forward, but it'll take a while until things are kind of this golden tomorrow we're all being promised. And another thing to mention is that this works with the city's climate action plan mm-hmm. because it provides opportunity for cycling and biking and other ways to commute. It was probably on both ends of the proposed uh, gas lamp promenade. Uh, at, at the, it ends at Broadway on one side and L Street on the other, and L Street is right by the trolley station by the convention center, and then Broadway is one block from the trolley station on C Street. So folks could theoretically uh, take the trolley to the C Street, get off, and then ride their bike to somewhere else in the gas lamp or down at the convention center or down on the harbor. And this would be an easier way for them to get from point A to point B, which is mm-hmm. another reason why Chris Ward would like to see within the pedestrian plaza hordened off separated lane for scooters and bikes. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's all kind of connecting with ways to transform San Diego into a greener, more dense future. And, and one that is more cycling and, and pedestrian friendly. David Garrick, thank you so much. Thanks very much for having me. In other transportation news, direct flights from San Diego to Hawaii are now available for purchase. Southwest Airlines is having a sale of $129 each way for travel between April 14th and June 4th, 2020. These long-planned flights were partially delayed because of the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX planes following two crashes that killed nearly 350 people. The flights will be flown on the Boeing 737-800. 
This Saturday, join the San Diego Union Tribune for the successful Aging Expo. The event is completely free and connects you to exhibitors and experts about all issues about getting older. We have guest speakers, panels, and products geared to active older adults. Join us at the San Diego Convention Center from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and our new museum will be there too. Until next time.